Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Listen to this. Apparently, Democratic insiders are impressed with Gavin Newsom's recent criticism of Republicans and something that he's gearing up to run for president. It's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Uh, it was like, because everyone was on this side of the crowd. It's just very odd, yeah. I think it's just very interesting, because if you put Newsom in one of those aging apps, uh, you pretty much get Joe Biden. And I just thought it's very interesting, very similar. Well, the most interesting part of that, of course, was the crowd response, which was basically meh. It certainly yeah, there wasn't were like two th- people who were like, woo! It certainly wasn't enthusiastic. Right. Uh, so that's a oh boy. And, and something I've, I, I've been around this game long enough to know when I saw that story on the front page of a newspaper yesterday. And then Jimmy Fallon said, apparently, Democratic insiders are really impressed with Gavin Newsom. That is a story that his people got out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and circulated. That is uh, that's that's interesting. He is clearly. Considering running, if not already running. Well, and for folks just tuning in, we were discussing uh, several minutes ago the fact that in the state of California, which has a super majority of Democrats in both houses, 
they passed a law saying, essentially, the governor really overreached with his emergency powers during pandemic, and here's a law limiting the emergency powers of any governor, because it went way, way, way too far, and freaking Gavi vetoed it. And so still is hanging on to his emergency powers 900 days after he was first granted the power to do all kinds of things, and he has done all kinds of things. And as I've pointed out many times, what is an emergency is spelled out clearly and in plain language in the California Constitution. And it's just being abused like crazy. But enough of that. I Again, I hope he runs because he is a lunkhead and will be revealed as a lunkhead in grand fashion. So please nominate him. Anyway, coming up, a discussion, reasonable, even-handed, dare I say intelligent, about the climate change fever surrounding a hurricane. Everywhere you look, everywhere you listen, they're trying to tie Hurricane Ian, which is admittedly a son of a gun, uh, to climate change. I call them himicanes because I'm not a misogynist. Please stop using gendered language to k- describe hurricanes. <laughs> 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 So uh, the WAPO personal finance writer wrote a story that they headlined, Seven Ways a Recession Could Be Good for You Financially. I was reading a Financial Times story, I think, today. Another one of your billionaire predictors of things saying, oh, yeah, we're definitely in a recession. It'll reveal itself soon. Maybe we are, maybe we aren't. I'll bet we are. Well, yeah, I'll bet you're right. Uh, but this article, I will tell you, is uh, it's it's about four parts. Wow, that's interesting. And one part, you are full of crap. But we'll identify those uh, the latter stuff as we go. She uh, Michelle Singletary starts her article citing uh, President Franklin Roosevelt's first inaugural address, which contained the famous line: first, first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself." And just as a point of interest, she talks about the Great Depression, where the unemployment rate was over 25%. An estimated 12 million people were out of work, which is a percentage of the population. She shouldn't have done that, because that's even more uh, impressive. Uh, And about one-fourth of the civilian labor force. Oh, it is about a fourth of the civilian labor force, if you can imagine that. Of the 24,000 banks in America, 11,000 had failed. That's amazing. Destroying the savings of depositors. Oh, wow. Yeah. You you wonder why uh, grandma and maybe your parents are as stingy with money as they are? Because overnight, everything they had worked for their whole lives disappeared. And there weren't nobody coming to bail them out. And that's why we have the FDIC and things like that now, too. Uh, But she points out, fast forward to now, as bad as things are, rising interest rates, high inflation, stock market tumbling. The economy has not imploded nearly as it did during the Great Depression. Um, And she said, I had to say this because, as Roosevelt pointed out, fear itself can lead to actions that worsen your finances. While many people are hurting, there may be ways to cushion the downside. Here are seven silver linings as we head into a recession. Uh, One, obvious, housing prices may finally come down to a reasonable level. It's already happening. Uh, Depends where you live, what market you're looking at, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's soon to be much more sane. You're going to see a fairly steep decline in rents and housing prices, I'm pretty sure. Remember, Moody's said uh, among the uh, biggest markets, there's a whole bunch of them that are overvalued that are going to drop by 25%. Right. Oof. Uh, point number two, savings rates are up. 
At least one bright side of the Federal Reserve raising rates to fight inflation is banks are paying people more to hold their money. Yeah, some of the savings rates are up as all the money the government handed out. This is the first time in world history, I was listening to an economist the other day, probably. First time in a, I was at, that was a poorly worded sentence. Hmm. I wasn't probably listening to an economist. I was hmm. listening to an economist. It's probably true that it's the only time in world history there has been a giant crisis and people ended up with more savings at the end. Right, right. I tell you what, Michael, Jack was like one word short of it is Jackie here. You know? Where's Jackie? Just, where's Jackie? Have you seen Jackie? Where's yes. Jackie? Okay. <laughs> I was one wow. word short of where's Jackie. <laughs> uh, let's see. Evidently, she's answering a question that some people are asking. Should I, should I stop contributing to my retirement plan? Because the market is down. People, uh, okay, I'm going to be charitable for once in my life. You're an idiot. (laughs) You lack basic understanding of markets and how they work. Now is precisely when you plow money into it. It's amazing you can clean yourself. Oh, boy. I'm just going to move on now. Uh, Point number three, uh, I-bonds inflation rate might go even higher. Do you know what I-bonds are? I don't think I do. They're savings bonds that are a hedge against inflation. The rate of return changes depending on the rate of inflation. And you can get them directly at treasurydirect.gov. Uh, up to ten thousand dollars in electronic I bonds. It's a mm-hmm. it's a form of saving. You go ahead. I'm all in Doge, Dogecoin <laughs> and NFTs. Right. Ah, uh, let's see. Point four. The dollar is king. The dollar is crazy powerful. Travel. Buy stuff from foreigners. I mean, the, the dollar's a big giant brawny bully on the international scene. What do you give me for that burrow? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not selling. I want to buy your burrow. It. How much you need yeah. for that burrow? There you go. Bad attic after. Uh, let's see. Five. Unemployment is still relatively low. That's self-explanatory. Uh, your used car is worth more. If you're looking to upgrade to a newer car, you'll get more for your trade-in. I just traded in a car, and I was quite pleased uh, with what I got. Uh, let's see. And then finally. Her seventh point, I told you there was some steaming bullcrap coming. Point number seven, student loan forgiveness is coming. Roosevelt used his executive power to wage war against the economic emergency gripping the United States. President Biden is doing something similar by forgiving student loan debt to help struggling borrowers. Yeah, and what a load of crap on. that is. So we're going to have a representative from Pacific Legal Foundation, which is getting a lot of attention for being the first to sue the Biden administration over this load of crap, the least progressive thing so-called progressives have ever come up with. And there's been an interesting wrinkle in the last 24 hours over that lawsuit. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up later in the show. So responding to Michelle Singletary in the Post, uh, putting aside these six fairly interesting points, that seventh one, number one, much of what Roosevelt did was found to be unconstitutional because he took dictatorial powers and the Supreme Court shut him down over and over again so many times he threatened to double the size of the Supreme Court by executive fiat cited by even liberal historians as one of the dark moments of the overuse of executive power in American history, sweetheart. Secondly, President (laughs) Biden's move to forgive the student loans is utterly, blatantly unconstitutional. It's regressive. It's it's indefensible. It's immoral. It's it's, it's incomprehensible. So quit saying that that, uh, another positive thing is student loan forgiveness is coming. No, it's not. 
And again, we'll talk to the Pacific Legal Foundation folks. Uh, hour four of the show, Jack, is correct. correct. If you don't get hour four, grab it later. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? I have bad news, sir. I thought you'd been told she's with God. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? If you're in heaven, yes, she is here. Maybe he's literally, is he going toward the light? Wow. That and could Jackie's be. like beckoning to him? Because that happens. We've all heard those stories. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> Jackie's saying, come here, Joe. It's okay. It's your time. Oh, boy. And Kamala waits in the wings. Jackie, are you here? And Kamala's, Jackie? and Kamala's pushing him toward the light. <sighs> oh, speaking of Kamala, play clip 21 for us, Michael. So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. Wow. So you got everything there. You got her. We share an alliance that is a strong alliance among alliances with the Republic of North Korea, which is an ally in our alliance. So you got the whole Kamala package there. The trying to sound smart and not, the repetition, the saying we're allied with North Korea, which, you know, maybe I missed that headline. <laughs> These are confused times. Maybe I just missed it. But holy cow. So you've got great grandpa to better had a calf care going toward the light. And she is the, the, the second in command. Good Lord. God save the United States. Yeah. Tough situation. I'd say. Um, got some interesting polling around the whole Ukraine-Russia thing, some attitudes that might explain some of the things your friends are saying about the war in Ukraine, or maybe some of the things you're saying about the war in Ukraine. Talk about that. A whole bunch of different things on the way. hope you can stay with us, um, uh, and I hope you're not in the path of that giant storm that dumped a whole bunch of rain and wind on everybody every day. They still without power in a lot of Florida? Oh, yeah, it was uh, a couple of million people were without right. power. And, and Ron DeSantis said, before it struck, as I recall, full restoration might take weeks. Oh, boy. So, but, uh, you know, I, let me dig into that. I'll, I'll find that out. That's for a long... Floridians and folks uh, listening in the southeastern part of the country were thinking about you. And, uh, you know, don't drive into moving water. That's a long time to have no electricity and wet socks, man. Uh, much on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We continue to see a failing, flailing military in front of us, and that extends to the home front. Here in the United States, if we called up the reserves, or if the Israelis called up the reserves, or the Swiss, or the Finns, there's a well-ordered path that brings them forward. They're equipped, they're trained, they're ready. That is not what's happening in Russia. This is like pulling a bunch of bartenders off of Fifth Avenue and sending them out to the front lines. It's not going to work, and it's going to only provide more fatalities and grievous wounds to these individuals. Yeah, that is something. No, that's, a, that's a good contrast to him. Glad. Was that uh, Stavridis? Or, uh, Correct, former NATO yeah. commander. Yeah, they're yeah. now saying nearly three hundred thousand Russian men have fled the country. So they're going to call up three hundred thousand. Well, three hundred thousand have left. I don't know how many you've actually 
been able to conscript into your horrifying military. Well, the Kremlin is saying, hey, we have 25 million of draftable age, men and women, so we're fine. Oh, sure, sure you are. Well, you better get them there. As uh, uh, General Petraeus was pointing out on CNN yesterday, Ukraine now has the largest and best equipped military on the field. And so you're up against it. So you're going to send the bartenders with no guns or whatever to rusty AK-47s and no training? Shoot in that direction. Good Lord. Uh, I've got some polling around this thing. It's pretty interesting. But let's get to this CNN report that is pretty dark from yesterday that speaks to what uh, the admiral was saying about young men dying for the Russian cause. The bodies of dead Russian soldiers are scattered around the town of Pisky Radkivsky, killed far from home in what the Kremlin chooses to call a special military operation. But it's a war by any other name. This is a bank document found on one of the soldiers. The soldier is from St. Petersburg, and he was born on the 30th of September 2001. He died three days before his birthday. For what? And uh, this speaks to what the new recruits who are being forced into service, the you know plumbers and bartenders and college students or whatever that have no interest in fighting, what they're going to be facing. Outgoing artillery pursues an army once considered one of the most powerful on earth. An army that abandoned tanks aplenty, many in working order. It has minimal breakage, he says. I can turn it on now without any problems. When they run away, they lose not only the tanks, as Oleksandr, but also the ammunition. And the next day, it's all used against them. And then the guy starts up the tank. He actually climbs into it, the Ukrainian. Starts up the tank. The other guy shows all the uh, ordnance that they left behind that you shoot out of the tank. Uh, what would you call it? Shells. And uh, and said, we'll be turning on them tomorrow. Boy, that's a combination. That shows the combination of haste and lack of professionalism in the Russian forces retreating. I mean, you don't destroy gear before it falls in enemy hands, or you don't have enough uh, command and control that you have time to realize, all right, we're going to fall back, let's implement our procedures. No, you just run. Right. Yeah, that's something. That is something. So here's some of the polling that's going on. Oh, by the way, Russian state media yesterday announced the results of all the uh, referendums in the various provinces. Good news for Russia. Donetsk voted 98% to join Russia, also 98% for Luhansk, the Zaporizhia, 93%, and Kherson, not as enthusiastic at only 87%. Hmm, a nail-biter there. <laughs> which Ian Bremer said, which totals 376%, which is kind of funny since they're all phony numbers to, to look at it that way. <laughs> that is dry but funny, yes. A C- couple other things. Percentage of American voters who are at least somewhat concerned about Russia's invasion of Ukraine... 83%, that's the highest number since the war started. 83% of Americans are at least are somewhat or very concerned about the war. Percentage of Americans who prefer the Russia-Ukraine conflict to end quickly, even if that means Russia gets to keep territory, very few Democrats, only a third independents, half of Republicans are okay with Russia getting to keep some of the territory. I don't know if that's just a going against Biden thing or what. That's really interesting. Yeah, I'd have to think about that for a while. I'm currently a vote for pushing them the hell out. There is an undercurrent of sympathy for Russia uh, on the right, which we've talked about before. That might be part of it. Why are there so many men in America that aren't working? Some stunning information on that topic on the way. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I picked up a guy. His wife and his kids walked him out to the car, said, I love you, Daddy, blah, blah, blah. So we go, and we pull up at the stop, and this lady comes out, and she gets in, and she's like, I am so glad you finally got away from your damn wife. Okay. So then he kisses her, and it wasn't a, hi, how you doing kind of kiss. I took him back to his house and made him and her get out of my car at his home where his wife and his kids were. There is nothing worse than a dog. <laughs> so that's a wow. Uber driver who uh, took a dude who went to see his mistress back to his wife. <laughs> and the mistress dropped him yeah. off. Get out. Wow, that's an activist Uber driver. I'm not sure I need that much involvement in my personal affairs. Right. 
Nothing worse than a dog, cheating dog. I can understand feeling that way. Uh, so I was Something thinking, tells me she may have encountered one or more. Right. I have a habit of declaring everything the biggest story in America or the world. <laughs> but this is one of them that should be in contention, and that is the number of people we have in America who don't work and ain't looking for work. It is an underreported story. As the author of the book, Men Without Work, would tell you, his name is Nicholas Eberstadt. He's one of those think tank geniuses. This book actually came out in 2016, but he's got a post-pandemic update of it out because it has been exacerbated by so many of the policies. I'm going to read to you the whole blurb that explains the book because it's damned interesting. It also explains how, because we've been asking this for a long time now, how's there a help wanted sign in every single business you go to when you got millions of people not working and all that sort of stuff uh, well it's people just don't want to work we have more people not wanting to work than we've ever had so let me read this nicholas eberstadt's landmark 2016 study men without work cast a spotlight on the collapse of work for men in modern america rosy reports of low unemployment rates and full or near full employment conditions he contends were overlooking a quiet continuing crisis Depression-era work rates for American men of prime working age. We're talking men between 25 and 54. There are actually more, a higher percentage of men not working, not engaged in the workforce, than at the end of the Depression Whoa. in 1940 when we had a 15% unemployment. But many of them by choice? The, they, they weren't choosing it. Now it's by choice. Oh, right. Oh, clearly, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. The grim truth is over 7 million prime-age men are neither working nor looking for work. Conventional unemployment measures ignore these labor force dropouts, but their ranks have been rising relentlessly since 1965. Eberstadt's unflinching analysis is, in the words of the New York Times, an unsettling portrait not just of male unemployment, but also of the lives of deeply alienated men from civil society. And that's where you get all these deaths of despair. And all the various things going on, and um, and you know, well, all kinds of different things we can get into. The famed American work ethic was once near universal. Men of sound mind and body took pride in contributing to their communities and their families. No longer warned Eberstadt. And now, six years and one catastrophic pandemic later, the problem is only worsened. It's been seemingly spreading now to prime-age women in the workforce and workers over 55. Women are catching up with men in terms of the whole, yeah, and I still don't think I'm going to work. Way to go, gals. Uh, in a brand-new introduction, Everstat explains how the government's response to COVID-19 inadvertently exacerbated the flight from work in America. From indiscriminate pandemic shutdowns to almost unconditional unemployment benefits, Americans were essentially paid not to work. We've all seen how that played out. Well, and, you know, while there is some small satisfaction in the things we've been saying for years coming true, uh, it's not good for the country. So, if you remove the incentives for productivity and 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 grow the incentives for inactivity, what do you think you're going to get more of and less of? So we've got 12 million open jobs and 7 million men and several million women that just have no interest in working. The truth is, fewer prime-age American men are looking readily for available work than at any previous juncture in our nation's history. So let me get to some of the stats from this book as I went through it, which are uh, quite amazing. Just for the record, I have no interest in working. (laughs) But I do it. If you're driving to work right now, you might feel that same way. 
And uh, you're joking, I'm sure. I know yeah, because I know, um, of course, it's, for for most of us, we can't imagine not having that. Not just as your identity, but but all kinds of your being, your connection to society, to the providing for your family, challenges overcome, that sort of thing. Sure. For every person, for every man looking for work, there are four that are unemployed and not looking for work. Wow. Yeah, that's something. And that's in the 25 to 54. Uh, Work participation is lower than in 1941. Unemployment was at 15%, as I mentioned. Of the 7 million labor force dropouts, if you break it down by race, uh, some groups are higher represented and lower represented in the numbers. Actually, if you go with whites and people of color, they're about equal. But among people of color, it's not the same. There are more, as a percentage, black people just not working, but lower than the white numbers for Asian and Latino, which is interesting. Yeah. So if you throw all the people of color color the same, white and people of color are about the same. Uh, Less education is overrepresentative. Uh, 40%, though, have some college. 20% have a college degree of people that aren't working and aren't looking for work. Wow. Well, that really speaks to the fact that it's a much more widespread contagion than you might assume. I mean, it has to do with what's happening with the soul of the, the country and our culture. Right. That's 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 his ultimate point, really, is that it's something about our culture and our and the way we look at the world and the universe and life and all kinds of different things, which is hard to turn around. Never married, way overrepresentative as, as a number. Yeah, not surprising. Never married men, much more likely to be the, I don't have a job and I'm not looking for a job. Born in the U.S.? Well, foreign born, way underrepresented. People who come here from other countries, they're working. Born in the United States, never married, much more likely to be doing whatever you're doing without a job. You know, well, I'm sure you have more. I, I think I've, I'm arriving at something close to a conclusion, but go ahead. Something close to a conclusion. Yeah. Um, disability plays a large role, Are have has grown tremendously over the last five, 50 years, overlapping many different kinds of disability programs. I know so many people that, that don't work because they're on disability. And you never ask, what's your disability? I mean, you're, you know, you're out here riding dirt bikes or on the golf course or whatever it is. What's your disability exactly? Surely you can do something. Uh, Yeah, but they haven't been able. And this guy's a think tank guy that leans right, but he can't. Nobody's been able to show any causality between the generous disability and the fact that we have so many people not working. It does seem clear that there is a connection, though, because you can look at Texas versus California, for instance. And they look at the Latino immigrants, which have about the highest labor participation rate of anybody in America. Uh, Latino men who came here from another country, mm-hmm. very high participation rate, much higher than you know white men in America. But they got a much higher uh, participating rate in Texas than they do in California. And Texas has much dingier disability payouts and programs than California does. That's the best they can do in terms of coming up with a cause and effect. Well, and uh, demanding, you know, studies to show that that has a cause and effect relationship is silly to me. I mean, every experiment done from amoebas up to mice to human beings 
shows, you know, incentives and disincentives matter. Uh, he does get into some of um, the percentages of people who don't have jobs and aren't looking for work. And I know for a lot of you, I mean, I have I have trouble even saying that sentence out. It seems so crazy to me. It's almost like you said, of the percentage of people who have three heads and can breathe fire. I mean, I just yeah. don't even, re- I don't relate to that on any level. Not having a job and not looking for a job. What? But uh, of those people, pretty good chunk of them are uh, using some sort of drug to desensitize themselves, whether it's opioids or smoking pot or whatever. Lots of screen time. The hours of screen time, whether video games or, you know, watching Netflix, very, very high. I mean, that crowd spends as many hours looking at screens as other people who work spend at work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, So that leads to my something like a conclusion. Uh, We have, in a fairly short period of time, uh, a handful of decades, gone from a highly interconnected society where you are in person relating with humans, looking them in the eye, from loved ones to family to friends to neighbors to uh, co-workers and employers, church members, fellow members of uh, your clubs and uh, civic organizations, whatever, Little League, I could go on and on. But that personal contact, the looking them in the eye, matters. We've gone from that to a highly disconnected society with the screen time and the video games and the Netflix and the rest of it. And what it has to do with more than anything is, and you could use a lot of different words, something like shame. Shame versus pride. Uh, I will tell you, I got married fairly young. It's one of the best things I ever did because there were times I was willing to let myself down, but I was never willing to let Judy down. And certainly when we had kids, I sure as hell wasn't going to let my children down. Yeah, it's not even a thought. Not to mention my parents, my my sister, and my brother. I can't imagine what the disapproval of my brother, the naval officer, would be if I was a, well, I'll just be charitable and say non-productive adult male. Um, And go on and on. Uh, Just all those, from the very close to the not-so-close interpersonal relationships, you could not bear the shame of being a deadbeat. That's what we've lost. Shame. The shame bell. Shame. And the nice shame lady. So deadbeat is a strong word. I have no problem with that word. I think not working, not looking for a job, you are a sad, sad individual. And I and pity you. And you're wasting you. your life. You're wasting your life, oh. and I think you're pathetic, and I pity you. And you might be listening right now. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so do those people hang out with each other to avoid shame? Or are they so into the whole online word world of just texting and... Uh, you know, online porn, whatever, like you don't hang around anybody. Or they hang around through the video games yeah. and claim that's the same as having a, a, an in-person friend. Uh, I will tell you this from personal experience. Every drunk or every guy who likes to drink maybe to excess really wants the people around him to do the same. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Is it just because it's a better time? Well, partly. And is it partly because if everybody's doing it, the fact that I'm doing it doesn't stand out and I don't have to feel bad about it? Come on. Yeah. You know, the lack of moral instruction, which has now morphed into bizarre, radical, critical theory uh, instruction in schools, we're we're reaping what we've sown. 
Uh, so this guy is a religious guy who wrote that book and, uh, you know, hopes for some sort of another great awakening. Uh, that's when the country a couple of times in our history has turned real religious all, all of a sudden. The um, Bible! For a variety of reasons. I don't think that's likely to happen. And I don't know if that's the only answer or an answer. But I think something... it's less likely to happen because we have such good drugs to deaden our souls. Yeah, the whole, the whole, you can get enough to feel like you're living life out of the screen on your phone is a new wrinkle, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Combine that with the actual drugs. But he, he gets into, um, and this is definitely true, and we got to take a break, but um, the politics of this are going to be huge. What, what what happens to your politics when you have an as as I mentioned it's growing now for women and for people over the age of 50 uh, 54 so if the if it's a growing group of people who don't ever work and don't ever plan to work how are they going to vote in terms of wanting politicians who give them more stuff so they can continue to not work I think we're already seeing it yeah and we are it's troubling if you have any comment our text line is 415295kftc Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting a lot of texts, as you might imagine, are on the topic we just uh, covered of the millions and millions of men and women, but mostly men, of working age, perfectly healthy, who don't work and aren't looking for work. It's a new thing in America. And uh, yeah, how we're going to deal with that, I don't know, but maybe we'll get some of those texts later. Yeah, unless you want to do them now. I mean, that's fine. I could not do what I was going to do. I'm kind of quiet quitting myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work if I have to, but only if I have to. Now, I'll compile the best, and we'll reintroduce this topic later. Excellent. Oh, and speaking of topics, we should reintroduce the drama in the White House briefing room over the, the president calling out for a dead representative, not remembering that she was dead, and then the uh, press secretary's floundering attempts to explain it. Holy cats! If you missed that earlier, we've got some new uh, audio for you, and it's just it's craziness. So, oh, and also next hour, uh, the hurricane. Uh, perhaps you've heard there's a hurricane that battered uh, Florida. It's weakening rapidly, and they're hoping it stays weak. But uh, who knows? The hurricanes sometimes do what you don't think they're going to do. Um, but the desperate, pathetic, and dishonest effort to constantly tie it to climate change. In my mind, as a guy who cares about the Earth and the environment, uh, I think it's counterproductive. I don't. I, I go out and shoot Siberian Huskies, oh, skin Lord. them, and pose with oh. their picture, like that oh, one woman. Oh, God. Oh, boy. That's not good. That's the uh, worst picture ever, smiling next to that Siberian Husky. Oh, my God, that's awful. I'm glad I haven't seen it. Oh, it's rough. So under the loose category of things that happen on the Internet, kind of, I've got a couple of stories for you. Number one from the WAPO, AI, that's not Allen Iverson NBA fans, that's artificial intelligence. AI can now create any image in seconds, bringing wonder and danger. And we'll have this link so you can see this article as well as read it at armstrongandgetty.com. But it opens with, what is that, uh, nine uh, what appear to be photographs. In most cases, they appear to be photographs, a basketball and a hoop. There's a balloon animal. There's a, a woman in a red coat looking up at the sky at Times Square. There's a handsome young man. There's a futuristic house. There's a cow. There's some red peppers. I mean, just all sorts of different stuff. But if you didn't know what this article was about, you would assume absolutely those were photographs. None of them were taken by a camera. They were all created by the artificial intelligence text-to-image generator DALL-E, which we've talked about before named for Salvador Dali and Pixar's Wall-E, uh, you give it a prompt like, a hobbit house designed by Zaha Hadid, who apparently is a architect of some note or something mm-hmm. like that, and you get that weird futuristic-looking house. You type in a woman in a red coat looking up at the sky in the middle of Times Square, and you get a picture you would swear to God was precisely that, but it was generated by AI. That's troubling. 
that gal doesn't exist. Times Square exists. I can tell you. I've been there. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. And, uh, and as they point out in the article, and we don't have a lot of time, but, uh, they can create any image in seconds bringing wonder and danger. You know, Joe Biden with a knife stabbing Mick Jagger. You know, I, mean, I whatever. pretty much only feel danger from this stuff. I don't get a lot of wonder. I mean, that, you know, uh, I like real people, real flowers, real books, real whatever. Um, plenty fine. I, I think it's all danger. It's all going to be horrible. AI yeah. is going to bring us, it's going to be the end of humanity. Yeah, but I think I'll enjoy it as it happens. Um, oh, okay. I, I may go ahead and get this program and... I mean, like Joe Getty astride a white steed in full battle armor. <laughs> For some reason. Giant poster of that on my living room wall. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your neighbor left his lawn clippings on your side of the uh, fence line. <laughs> exactly. So there you are on your white steed in full battle armor. Uh, boy. And then the other one uh, that I thought was uh, was fun uh, they go through a bunch of top Democratic candidates for office. Uh, from Charlie Crist in Florida to Hoodie Fetterman in Pennsylvania, who's never had a, held a freaking job other than government, speaking to that sort of person, uh, to, to, to Stacey Abrams, Kathy Hochul in uh, New York. And There's all Jackie. of them, all of them pitch uh, gear for women on their websites. Women for Hochul, women for Fetterman, or this woman is blocked, blah, blah, blah. Well, Fox News reached out to all of them to ask them, what is a woman? Can you define woman for us? And all of them declined to answer the question. Really? As these these people, these lefty politicians, are trying not to offend or run afoul of the critical theory lunatics. Meanwhile, of course they know there are women and there are men, but trying to tap dance uh, through that minefield, have fun, you hypocrites. If you miss an hour of the show, look for the podcast. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.